I'm Krista Moon, and I am the president of Ascend Business Growth, and we're a HubSpot partner, a HubSpot agency. So we use that marketing tool to help our clients with their inbound marketing and their lead generation and their website and anything that has to do with growing in a digital way. Uh, we start with plans. So we help our clients come up with a plan. What do you what are you going to do? And then we help them execute and fill in the gaps of skills or resources that they might have on their team. And we've been doing this for um, since 2010. So for quite a long time, it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks for um, introducing yourself and sharing that, Krista. Um, and uh, let's go back in time. Um, how did you, how did you, what got you into um, content marketing and how did you decide that this is the path you want to pursue um, and you're going to want to, you know that you want to help businesses improve right. their marketing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, interestingly, my Zodiac sign, if you read my birth date, that says that I'm going to be, or that I would be a good marketer and a good writer. So, I mean, I found this out years later, but I thought that was interesting, but I've always enjoyed writing. And then uh, right out of college, I went into sales and I did that for about 12 years. And during that experience, um, I just absorbed everything I could about sales. And I was creating a lot of content too. And this was back in the early 2000s, late 1990s. So there was the internet wasn't as big of a deal. So it was mostly just walking in, you know, knocking on doors and having a territory and going in. So that was the era that I grew up in sales. But um, as I moved into selling websites for this one company, I started having to do a lot of presentations and creating content because they were a new company that didn't have content. So I thought that was really neat. But eventually what I decided to do was um, I wanted to help salespeople get more leads. And I saw the role that inbound marketing was playing in the marketplace. And this was back in 2010. So it was still pretty fresh back then, mm -hmm. but I was just really determined to have a program where I could help nurture um, prospects until they're ready to buy because they're not always ready to buy like the moment you call them. That's very rare because that happens and you're lucky, you know, that's a needle in a haystack. So um, I wanted to help with that nurturing process and HubSpot and their inbound marketing, when I read about that, I was just hook, line and sinker because that totally aligned with my philosophy of account management, account-based management and selling in that way. So that's how I got started. And then um, I just created a little website and I went to a conference and I sat next to a guy that owned a company and he talked about a new product that he was going to be launching. And I said, oh, I can help you. I can do your inbound marketing. And I got this new thing and I can help you with all this. And so he paid me um, to do the project. And then from there, I ended up getting more clients. And then we've been doing this ever since. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Essentially, your mindset and your passion about helping salespeople to nurture the prospects to the point where they're ready to buy that how you got started right yeah absolutely yeah so content marketing is really my um one of my great loves actually i love mm -hmm. it i love mm -hmm. it um i i remember i read somewhere i think i read from chat um if you if you are if you're listening and if you're doing sales you probably know chat um the ultimate sale machine author right mm -hmm. and, and he said that at any moment if you walk into a crowd and audience and you ask them 
do you want to buy X or Y or Z? Probably 1% of them be ready to buy. Wow, so right. what, yeah. what are you doing with the rest of them? Right? I know, exactly. So right? that's, what that's we need where you content. come in. That's where you come in and that's where you nurture yes. them, right? Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, great. So can you also share with our audience um, how, what is your process now today? What is your process for adding value to your clients, um, helping them generate more inbound marketing and, and nurturing their prospects? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our main focus is to align the sales and marketing. So that's so essential. Um, we... Find, we talk to the clients about their core messaging, their value propositions. We understand their buyer personas. You know, we take it back to the beginning because a lot of companies, they skip over those steps. So they don't really get into it as much as they should. And so then you get into, oh, I need to create content. And you're just like trying to create and write stuff. And I've been there, I've done that. But when you take a step back and do the foundational work of the, the personas, mapping out their buyer's journey, the awareness, you know, the consideration and the decision stages, um, getting those all aligned with your personas before you dive into creating content, I think is just so essential. We can't skip over that part. So once we do that, though, then the rest is really fun because you can come up with all kinds of content to address those issues, you know, that you discover in the buyer persona and the buyer's journey mapping process and then you align it with your website and you align it with your social media and your email marketing and you get your sales team to be talking all about the same topics and all trying to drive traffic to the same pages you know for the same goals so that's that's our process that's what we really how that's our approach and our philosophy for tackling content marketing wow that's that's really cool um essentially um, can you also dig a, let, let's dig a little bit deeper into the buyer persona and really creating that buyer journey? Um, mm-hmm. like, can you, like, how do you help your clients to identify that and to become really clear about that? Because mm-hmm. a lot of time they, <laughs> they want to serve, uh, for example, take a brand or a company, right? They want to, sometimes they can be pretty confused. I can imagine mm-hmm. that. And they want to serve everybody. Um, yes. So how do you help them to to clarify this yeah. is the, the persona and this is the buyer journey you want to pursue, you want to be there for them? Yeah, it definitely isn't as easy as it sounds. You ask someone, oh, you have a company. Well, who, you do, who do you sell to? It seems like it would be a no-brainer, but it, <laughs> it's, it's really not. And I'll um, disclose that we have been struggling with that ourselves for all these years. You know, you get business that comes in from all these different sources and different industries and different niches, which I think for us adds value in the fact that we've had experience working in many different industries because we learn a lot from each. But um, companies want you to have a specialty. They want to know that you understand their industry and their buyer and really, I recently decided to go after the biotech industry as one of our niches. So I had to spend a lot of time reading about the industry. What are the people, what's important to them? What in their jobs, what do they have to do? What are their goals? What are their objectives? Why would they even be interested in talking to me? Uh, What problems can I solve for them specifically? So, you know, how do you get a client or a company to 
nail down their buyer persona is I think once you start asking the right questions, it's going to get them thinking and understanding that, you know, who am I trying to sell to and what, how, what am I going to say to them to try to get me interested? And um, yeah, it's, it's an, it takes a lot of work to walk clients through that, that process and a lot of education. It does not happen overnight. It really, really doesn't. But if you stick with it and everybody's going after the same goal and you know where you're trying to get to, um, you know, that's what works. But bottom line is the customer or the company needs to know that they have to spend some time thinking about their buyer personas. They have to feel like it's something that is going to help them be a better company. That's really well said. Um, I see that you've been really thoughtful um, and I can see you have a very thoughtful process um, working with your clients to help oh, them, to, to really help them um, nail that down, right? And really be crystal clear. This is the persona that we are um, pursuing on, and what we want to be there for them. We want to be on that buyer journey, uh, providing information, providing helpful um, resources to them um, to yeah. the point where they feel like um, if they if they realize that okay I need to solve XYZ then they know that I'm there because I have been there for them the whole time um, so that's really critical um, how do you also Krista um, how can you speak to like how do you work with um, I can imagine you have your team and then mm -hmm. you work with the internal team of your clients so essentially you guys are the ex the extended um, mm -hmm. marketing team, marketing yeah. department oh, yeah. of your yeah. clients. So mm -hmm. how do you, uh, how do you coordinate? How do you collaborate, work together? And how do you manage the quality of the content being created for your clients? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that's really great. <laughs> that, that's a good question. Um, so I've been, I've written so many blogs myself, like probably over a thousand, I'm sure. I'm on a content blitz right now. I'm doing 30 blogs in 30 days, 30 videos. Wow. So I'm really awesome. trying to hammer it right now. Um, so I've created a lot of content myself. And so through these years, I have a process. So I, I'm a very process oriented person because um, I want to be able to teach other people how to do it. Right. I don't want to be writing everybody's blogs. I'm only one person. Like I need to have a process mm -hmm. that I can share with people. So I have um, a tool that we use and it walks us through like your keyword research, your purpose and audience, um, you know, the copy. And then when it comes to coordinating with the client, so we have our process for making sure we do everything according to best practice. Mm -hmm. And then internally, um, we, we have weekly meetings with our clients and we talk about what content we're creating. And then um, using our tool, we go back and forth using track changes so we help them come up with the initial strategy, but we're talking with the sales team to find out what questions are they getting in the marketplace. And then we take that information to come up with their strategy. And then we have meetings and interviews with the client to get the information from them so that we can write the blog article. Really, we just need our clients information in, in their brain um, we don't need them to sit down and spend hours writing or trying to think of anything. We're, com we're coming up with the strategy, the outline, the keywords that we're focusing on and helping come up with the topics, but we just need them to tell us, you know, the details. So once we get that, then we just, I have um, internal writers and I, that I've 
trained, you know, as best I could. And we use Grammarly to make sure we don't miss any, anything like that. And then we do all of our SEO. So it's a whole process. It's a lot of process. And then because with each content piece, you have to promote it, right? You can't just write something and not do anything with it. So then we're writing the promotions, the emails, the social medias, and then you got to get that all uploaded and created. So it's definitely a lot of steps to it, but we take on the bulk of the work for our clients. So they just have to meet with us weekly, maybe have a little bit of homework with giving us their information and then we're good to go. Then we publish and, and they get the traffic rolling in the door. That's really cool. Is it a um, is it a collaboration, a partnership, right? Mm -hmm. um, essentially, you are you are your client's growth partner, and mm -hmm. it's a collaboration work. Um, so it's yeah, it's pretty cool to see that um, you are able to meet with your clients every week and really get them to be involved, to participate, to provide yeah. input. Yeah. Um, absolutely and then you do the strategy and you do the execution and measurement um, to see how effective mm -hmm. piece of the content um, is that's that's pretty cool yeah that's really cool thanks for sharing that krista um well, and, for asking. <laughs> and and um can you speak to how do you um so so between um for example the written content or um, whether it's in graphics or it's in video, um, audio, um, or through email marketing, um, and with also the content on social media, how how do you like collaborate all of that to support your client's brand? Yeah, I know. Well, I, I think that it's helpful to have uh, one point person that you're working with. So we have a client manager and that client manager is doing the strategy in meeting with the client weekly and making sure that our priorities are aligned with their goals. And then um, that client manager has uh, people underneath them that would do the different jobs. So you have like a project manager, right? And it's all, here's the blog and, and with my processes, right? We know exactly, we have a checklist. Once you do a blog, you, have, you do these things get it posted up. So we just have a step-by-step -step process for everything. And then we use Asana project manager to make sure we're all coordinating and getting things done. And we have a project manager that makes sure everything's getting done on time and everything's aligned. And then if we need to subcontract or outsource different people, um, the, that client manager is managing all of those resources. So yeah, and then there's a, you know, like I will help with coming up with strategies and reviewing everybody's accounts and uh, jumping in if there's problems and things like that and sharing my expertise and what I'm learning as I'm creating my own content as well. That's really yeah. cool. Thanks mm -hmm. uh, for sharing that. And um, uh, I'll have another question for you, um, but because you have worked with many um, writers um, and also uh, probably content strategies as well um, and clients. So you have seen a lot uh, from your experience working with a lot of writers and creatives, um, people out there. What do you see that some writers, um, some content writer missed in their process that would make the content that they created uh, become more effective? Yeah, it's definitely 100% this uh, strategy piece that's aligned especially with search engine optimization so you hire a writer but if they're not 
familiar with SEO really or including that like they don't know about what keywords you're going after or anything like that then you're totally just your return on investment is tanking because you want to make sure you're doing SEO and it's aligned with the overall strategy so like if I were to hire a content person off of a uh, just like someone to write my content um I would want to make sure that I had a person that was in charge of the strategy. So like they're creating, what should we write about? Here's the outline. Here's, here are the keywords. Here's the SEO. I did all this keyword research. You need to put these keywords in the tart in these areas on, in this content and just kind of outline the whole thing. And then you give it to the writer to fill in the details and to write it all up nice and pretty. And then they could do some, maybe inbound links based off, hopefully they'll be familiar with your content and can help you interlink, you know, articles or different offers. Um, but there's so much strategy involved that you have can't just wing it. Otherwise you're not gonna get the return on investment. I'm just realizing this more and more like as I'm creating this content, how essential it is to just not wing it to like really spend the time and do it right because what i have one blog article that drives 80 percent of all my website traffic one one article and my website traffic has increased significantly and i'm getting way more you know a lot more leads and it's all from one piece of content now i've written thousands of blog articles and that one piece you know is really driving a lot of traffic and that increases your SEO and it increases everything, you know, once you start getting that much traffic to come. So you just have to keep creating good content and that you you will have the the golden eggs. They'll they'll start to come come out of the woodwork. I love it. I love it. Because mm -hmm. um it's a lot of people think about uh, writing and producing content it's about being creative um, and and use storytelling and all of that yeah that's that's right that's great because that's where it connects um, person to person right that's where mm -hmm. the hu that that's where um, the connection the storytelling um, and and the creative um, is, is really important you cannot write something crappy and put it out there <laughs> but it's also really important that you look at the data and yeah make sense of it and say this kind of data suggests that people are or this group of target audience is craving for this yeah. kind of content for this kind of question this kind of questions is the burning question out there that people want an answer and therefore you should write about that not something else not something you i know. feel like i know that's so true but you know when people start off that's what they do they just write anything because they're not sure or or whatnot. But once you really start to get into it, like I just love it so much. I get people that email me all the time or like they set a meeting with me and they're like, I read your content and I just thought it was so compelling or thank you so much. I learned I learned a lot from what you wrote, you know, and, you know, a lot of the people aren't qualified to be my customer. And that's just par for the game because it is at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. But um, the better content and the more people the more people trust you the more they want to talk to you the easier it is to close a sale right because they feel like they're they trust you so the two things you said i think that uh for for brands and for content writers out there they should really uh, listen and they should really 
apply. Uh, number one is that note what e or what are some of the most important content pieces um, mm -hmm. and topics on your website and in your in your company that are driving eighty percent, ninety percent of your business. And most companies, most brands, they don't even know that. They don't have an idea what mm -hmm. what is the most important or what are some of the most important pieces of content that are driving my business, right? And well, I said, can tell you if they don't know. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 please go ahead. Well, I'm just, if they don't know what to, where to even start, there's a really super easy place to start. It's if you, if anyone ever asks you a question in the sales process and you can go to your blog and have an article that addresses it, whether it's a customer question or a prospect question, that is my dream for every company is that anytime a salesperson wants, has anything they want to tell a prospect, any question, objection, uh, pain point, they can go straight to the blog, get the article and send it to them. And once you do that, then you know you're in the right direction of having good content. Then you can start to analyze the results and see which type of these topics is generating the traffic or getting the results that you were just referring to. So that's my side that's note. That's the best that. advice. That's the best advice. That's the best practice right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Thanks for sharing that, Krista. Mm -hmm. And I'll have one last question for you. Um, oh, wait, you were going to say two things and I interrupted you. So I want to make sure you have, have a chance to come back to your second point. Right, right. Um, and the second point you said earlier, which is, I think it's really interesting. And also it suggests that you have a really high standards um, for your work and for the result that you create for your clients. Not everybody will be your clients. Um, they have right. to be qualified, right? So, so um, I can see that you have a set of standards, uh, whether or not you can help a company, you can have, help a brand um, to get better. Right. Um, and only um, essentially, if they're not qualified, that they're not your clients, you can't help them. Um, so that suggests, yeah, that suggests that if 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 I'm if I'm looking for a uh, service provider to help my brand, mm -hmm. to help my company, um, definitely that's a very clear and very good um, criteria to to see if this is the right kind of person that can help my company right. or not. It's yeah, awesome. it's like dating. That's how I think of it. As we're prospecting and we're meeting with people to see if we're a good fit for each other. I think of it just like dating. It's like going on match. You have to, it has to be the right chemistry. It has to be the right fit. Um, the right mindset all has to align in order for it to work for both parties. So that's what we really look for is like um, people that we feel like we can really help. Because some people need our services, but we know just based on different criteria that it's, we're not going to be able to get them the results that they want for whatever roadblocks we might see that are in the way. So um, it is a delicate uh, dance to find the right partner. So you got to make sure to, I hope everybody in your audience has a chance to see and watch a lot of your videos that you're going to be doing and they can uh, find a person that seems like the best fit for, for them. Yeah, thanks uh, for, for sharing that, uh, Krista. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, one last question for you. Um, 
actually seeking for your advice um, for let's say a company a brand and um, they are on their way to really improve that inbound marketing and really connect the marketing to the sales and really want to be out there on that buyer journey what should they do what would your advice be for them Well, I think everybody's different in what motivates them or what is going to get them over the hump of content creation. But like what I'm doing for myself right now might be something to consider this uh, content blitz, just to say, I'm clearing my schedule. I'm doing this for 30 days. I'm going to really focus on it and set a goal for yourself and just do it. And don't worry if it's not perfect and don't worry if you're unsure Um, because believe me, if you look at some of my old videos, I just laugh so hard at how terrible they were. And even the ones I'm doing now, I know a year from now, I'm going to look at them and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I like posted that. And I'm going to want to redo them. But you know, we get better as we do it. So you can't let like being nervous or unsure stop you. So just do it, practice, put it out there. I remember the first time I put my first blog out there, I was nervous. I was like, really like, wow, like I'm every, anybody can read this thing. And I wrote it. And what if they don't like it? And, you know, so, you know, that, that, that would be my advice is just to set a goal for yourself and just commit to it and, and write or create some kind of content or hire someone to create some content, make a commitment to get it done in some form or fashion. Well, thanks so much for your advice and your time today. Krista, it's been really helpful having you sharing your insights and your knowledge. Um, Thank you for your time today. Well, I really appreciate you inviting me. It's been really fun. Thank you.